nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Uh, from Atlanta, yeah, so Cleveland Been winning all the games in my division Tell your missus not to miss us, she tripping No Christmas for me, I'm already gifted No disrespect to the spirit, to the spirit. Intoxicated while I'm steering on the rear end Shout out to my dog Venom, no spider Think I'm about to smoke one, no lighter Climb up as far as you can, but you can't catch it Leave your red like the bright lights on exits Almighty back, huh, 12 letters My take for yours Wonder who sells better Young college kid But I never got a letter One man's trash Is another man's treasure Bless up Then boss up But if you walked up I got something That'll off ya Yeah All I ever hear Is bag legend When you gonna stop doing this When you gonna start doing that When you gonna come see me When you gonna come see her Look Y'all need to understand something Everything I do Is real Everything I touch is rare. Why you don't come around, Becker? Because I'm rare. Frivolous, uh, later than your girls, period. But on the track now, so it's good. I'm rarer than a diamond, cause you know them diamonds aren't rare. Marketing invention, yet you see it and you all stare. But me, I'm more like a tanzanite. Still thick cut, two C's, why she paying twice. For them double D's, girl, please. I'm from MI, but check out my CT. I put the weight of the world on the beat. Still bringing the pain, y'all know my name. For I the O L O U S entertains and anything that I really want I will obtain. You a baker boy, so we cooking up some flame. Dang, I'm worth more than a milli, so I rock. My words will take you to another world, lots of chalk. Cause Rudy's got the chalk. With a dip, do I walk? Must be cause I got it in my sock. Nah, I'm playing. <laughs> Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Earth Matt, the mad scientist. And it's your boy Thanos Rick. Good morning, good morning, good morning. What's happening? What's happening, man? But hey, man, what's going on with you, Thanos Rick? Man, I was watching Bloodsport last night. You watched you watched Bloodsport last night? I was watching Bloodsport last night. Wait a minute, hold on. You watched Bloodsport, and you know there was a Monday night football game last night, and it was Monday night Raw last night. Did you watch any of those? I watched Bloodsport last night. And you don't. <laughs> I mean, am, am, I, am I not? Can you hear me? Am I not being clear? Uh, I, hey, man, you could have done both, man. You know, you could have <laughs> had it on. You know, you could have had it on. Um, let's see. Like, like I wouldn't say TiVo, but you know what I know. On demand. You could have had on demand. So you didn't watch any I of mean, the football game last night? Like, Monday night the football. humdinger of a game it was? I, I, I know what ha- I know what happened. I know what happened, and I know yesterday you you was hating on the Ravens, but I'm assuming now Lamar proved you wrong. You you was hating a little oh, bit. E. There, there was there was some hating a little bit. There was some hating a little bit. Nah, hating a little bit. Your tone was a little 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 hatey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yes, of course. I want them to lose, man. They're in that division. <laughs> Why would I love any team in my division? That that doesn't make any sense at all. So yes. I don't like the Ravens, and I despise the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I damn sure don't like the Cleveland Browns. So, if I know full well in my realistic mind of minds that Baltimore was going to trash Indianapolis coach. Now, what I didn't expect was a twenty-five to nine, well, twenty-two to nine, Colts lead that they blown. 
because they blow that lead. Like, this man threw for, like, what, 300-plus? 300-plus yards on them? I'm like, Ooh, now, uh, I think Lamar Jackson did. I think Ooh. Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar, and Lamar, Lamar threw for 504 yards. He had four touchdowns. He completed 37-43. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so somebody <laughs> got to get fired, though. Like, that defensive coordinator has to get fired, dude. Now, I get it. I get it. You're, you are bare bones defense right now because of the simple fact of these injuries. Like, you got, you at the, literally, you at the bottom of the barrel. So, for Lamar Jackson to get 500 yards, that it only right for him to get 500 yards because of the played injuries. I mean, you literally playing the preseason team. The third strings, or whatever the case may be. So naturally, you should ha- you ha- you should have a lot of real estate, a lot of real estate to play with, Marquise Brown, or whatever the case may be. I think with any team, not just Baltimore, if you play in a team that is bare bones, you're gonna score high points. But I think where I saw a bad play call too, like you had an opportunity to win this game, and you chose to run. You chose to run. I mean, you could have just thrown that, like got a first down and then kick it because you your kickers are hurt. Like the one that missed the field goal, I think he got a bad hip. I think he had a bad hip from the cold side. So it's like, you know, Baltimore Baltimore deserved to win that game. I hate it, but Baltimore deserved to win that game by, by all means. I was looking for a destruction last night, honestly. I wasn't looking for any episodes to keep up. Well, either way, congrats to Lamar and the Ravens. That was a big win. Um, WWE, I didn't watch Raw. I know what happened. I know what happened, but I didn't watch it. Now, I'm still on the fence. I mean, I. the only thing exciting me now about Raw, well, I, I, I can't even say that. I can't even say that. I can't even say that, but I, I am pleased with the women's division on Raw. I'm very pleased. I'm enjoying what I'm seeing right now. Really? Now that Sasha's back, like Sasha just brings a type of energy that 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 I love. You know, so it's it's always good to see her in the ring. Love her, love her or hate her. Sasha, Sasha brings, you know, she she she's a she's A1, you know. So Well, I can't even say I can't even put out like the women's division. I love, I love the women's division, but what I said yesterday is warranted because that Shayna Dana fight, real wrestling match, didn't last long at all. The only match that really, really got TV time was that tag team match. And I think you're referring to the actual match itself versus what's going on currently because I think on SmackDown, the the two King of the Ring matches didn't last a lo- last long at all. I think both of them combined was like maybe four minutes. And even with Shayna's match, her match lasted like maybe two or less than that, which I think they're trying to big Shayna up to be right. who she used to be. Right. But Ooh, that's cool. I mean, Shayna Baszler is a she's a killer, you know, like, you know, play to her strengths, not her weaknesses. So, you know, I'm with it. I'm with yeah. it. I'm with it. I mean. And it's all going to say, how did Kofi lose? I mean, I was expecting Kofi to lose, man. I mean, I don't think it was going to. Um. Yeah, I, I think, like I said, you remember what I told you? I, I like, man, Xavier win, Xavier Woods probably will win the King of the Ring, man. I mean, I I, I don't want to say that it was his idea, but he's been really campaigning 
for King of the Rain to come back. Like he's really been campaigning for that. Uh, Shannon will beat Dewdrop. I mean, that was just like a backstory to build up. Shannon will beat Dewdrop, and Shannon will beat whoever is on who's who's on the SmackDown side. That that's what's gonna happen. I believe Shannon will be the queen, and Xavier will be the king. I mean, Dewdrop. I'm not really. I don't really understand Dewdrop. I'll be honest with you. I don't really uh, get it. But you know, I, I guess she has a place there. I mean, I. I don't know what exactly it is, but you know, I'm I'm just not feeling that. I don't know. Maybe maybe my mind will change. So, but as of right now, I don't I don't I don't see the point of dewdrop. I I don't I don't I don't. But so I mean I look I'm not I don't know who dewdrop is, but I know who Popper Niven is. Right. I know who that is. Right. 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 That is who I see, and I think I. I that's the thing that annoys me a lot because this is Piper Niven. This ain't Dewdrop. But that's what they call her. So Dewdrop has a rightful place in that King of the Rain because Piper can wrestle her goddamn ass off. That just that just fact. That is fact. I mean, but I think I think again, where again where not, disconnected with you is the name of Dewdrop and why no, they name no, her no, that. No, 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 no. Again, I'm not I'm not dissing her skills. Listen, I've shared my opinion on wrestlers a lot. And I always have to tell you, look, I'm not dissing them as a wrestler. I know they can wrestle. Hell, they wouldn't be there if they couldn't wrestle. So I know they can wrestle. I just don't understand everything else with the wrestler. That's where I'm hung up at. I know the girl can wrestle. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just the name. It's, it's everything else. It's, it's everything else. That is, has always been my issue with wrestling, period, is... is what are you guys doing with these wrestlers? Now, I'm not creative. I mean, I don't know. Whatever they decide to do is whatever they decide to do. But at the end of the day, if I don't understand it, I don't understand it. If I think right. they can be better or they can do something else, then they can. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you were getting on me about Matt Riddle and um, fucking um, Randy Orton. I'm like, oh, yeah. E, nothing against Matt Riddle or Randy Orton. I know what they can do. I don't understand the pairing. That was my thing with that. Like I don't, I don't understand the direction things go in in wrestling. That's uh, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always okay. been my thing. I don't really get it. <laughs> I don't so, get like, it. Like, you know, like I was saying about Matt Riddle and Randy. Randy requested that. Like he he asked to work with Riddle in, in that in that light because I, I mean as a as a tag team you have a closer relationship with that person. Like you travel with that person, you do all this other stuff. So you, you know, you can do a lot of things along the way, but if you like singles guys, it's, it's a little bit more difficult because you kind of focus on yourself, but at the same time, throw out pointers whenever you can, you're not really traveling with that person. It's not the same. Well, so, I told you, well, I, I told you, I don't like, I told you, and you know, you, you disagree, but I told you, I don't like putting people together just to do it. Right. Because and I think there's a, there's a purpose behind it though. Well, I mean, Riddle and Orton, Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash is not organic. I like organic, like but that's me. I like organic tag teams. Oh, I like legitimate tag teams. I, I prefer organic tag. Don't just put guys together just to do it. Like, and I told you, yeah, Randy and Randy asked for it, but if I'm creative, I would have said no, Randy. No, we're not going that right, way. But I mean, okay. <laughs> right. If you was creative, all right. If you said you was creative, now think about this now. If you said no, where would Matt Riddle be? 
would he be at the spotlight as he is right now? He, they they would have figured it out. I wholeheartedly believe. You really trust in WWE creative I, I, shit I out with hold, new people? I wholeheartedly believe if they put their mind to it, they can figure the shit out, E. I really yeah. honestly believe that. They but could they if they it's, wanted it's to. A, but the if they wanted is, to. Exactly. I, I Riddle, there's a place for Riddle. There's a place for Randy. There's a place for all of them. But you have to figure it out. And I told you before, the Iconics, I love that tag team. I really love the Iconics. I miss them. Oh, speaking of which, they signed with Impact Wrestling. They are the inspiration now. Okay. They, they are in, Impact. That news just broke uh, maybe like 72 hours ago. I okay. meant to say that yesterday. My bad. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, good. I, I wish them the best. I mean, like, no doubt. That's, that's an organic tag team to me. That's what I like. That's what I like. Just just don't don't put people like, – figure it out. You guys get paid all that money. Vince pays you good money. Figure it out. And, and here's the I'm thing. Saying. Like, I, I get what Rick is saying because he like legitimate tag teams. You got the tag team name. They started out as a tag team. You didn't put them together. That makes that makes T-total sense. That makes all the sense in the world. Exactly. Now, 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 said, if you, now, if you start off as a tag team and they break you up, case in point, the Rockers – Marty, you know, Marty Jannetty and Sean, you know what, E, I get it. I can accept that. I can accept yeah. that. Sometimes you have to do that because, you know, in most cases, you under, you, you kind of know who the star is and who's not. So there may come a time where you have to break them up. You know, so, not not all tag teams, but some. Not all, but some. But some. But some. You know, like, but some. It's, it's some. Okay, like with the Rockers, I don't think they ever won a tag team championship, but it was enjoyable to watch. But I was a kid then when I saw the Rockers, and you was younger than me. So can you honestly say you saw Shawn Michaels to be the, to be the Shawn Michaels that he is today, back way back then, just watching him do it, like throw Martin through the window? Or did you like, oh, that was a good decision once you saw what he could do on his own? Well, you could, you can never tell what a person is going to be. Like, no one... Right. Like, who would have thought Rocky Maivia would have been The Rock? The movie star? The The, you know... Like who? I mean, no one, no one can never really see. No a one guy. can project. Like no one can project that. But at the same time, e you can see something in somebody. Like oh, yeah, you know, no they, either they got it or they don't. And that's nothing against Marty Jannetty. He was a fantastic wrestler. Fantastic. Like that was that was a great tag team. But Sean just had that. Like it's it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. But you, you, you saw it as a kid. Sean had something in him. You know what I'm saying? Even with you know Bret Hart and Jimmy the Anvil Nineheart. You know what I'm saying? Now, whether or not you consider them an organic tag team, that's up for debate. I'm still yeah, kind of... They are organic tag team. It was, it was called the Heart Foundation. Well, yeah. They had a legit name and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we all knew Bret Hart was going... I mean, we knew. We... I mean... Well, I knew. I knew. I can't speak for nobody else, but it's like, you know, now compared to like a Legion of Doom, you know, Road Warriors or whatever, you know, certain tag teams, it's like, you know what? Those two might be better off as a tag team compared to having a singles run. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But but that's how my mind operates. Like some people I say to ease, some I don't. It's like, you know what? Nah, keep them together. Or nah, split them up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what now, I'm saying? Now you said earlier that uh you said earlier that if if creative wanted to, keyword wanted to, Randy knows creative like that. <laughs> he knows what they was going to do. So if, I mean, would you really tell Randy no, knowing full well that Creative has fumbled the bag on several new talent? If, if you, got a, you got a seasoned vet like Randy saying, hey, give me Matt Riddle. Let me work with him. 
And I guarantee you, it will, you will not be disappointed. Because Randy never, ever steered you wrong at any point in his career. If, never. If Vince hires me today and I'm in the office and Randy comes to me, I'm telling Randy no. Okay. So you know, now so if Matt Riddle comes to you. Respectfully. respectfully. So if Matt Riddle comes to you and say, hey, we want you to do this. You got an idea for Matt Riddle to put him in the, in the spotlight. Vince comes to you and say, nope, don't do it. Nope, don't do it. Matt Riddle, where's Matt Riddle now? No, no mid, you know, uh, no mid card championships. He just wrestling just random matches here and there, and he's lost in the shuffle. All because it goes back to you. You told Randy no. What would happen if you told Randy yes? Because now he's on TV more. He's wrestling better matches, which he never wrestled a bad match. He like people veterans have to keep up with Matt. Like he continues it up a different level. Yeah. So you yeah. got to really know your talent, man. Like, he, yeah. like Matt Riddle, you know he's a starter. You might not be a big fan of him or whatever. Yeah. We might not be, but you got. Sometimes you got to trust your veterans. Like, if especially the ones that nip that bail you out of jams where you kind of been struggling in ratings here and there. Undertaker, The Rock, Austin, Triple H. Those are surefire people that never stood you wrong. Randy is definitely in that list too. And yeah. you gonna tell this man no, and he's done right by you this whole time. Knowing full well, because if you just get hired, you know you you at the bottom tier. See, You're not see, that top creator. See that that right there. No, see you 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 see it as um I got something against Matt or no is nothing against Randy. I respect Randy. I respect yes. the hell out of Randy, and I have no issues with Matt Riddle. I really don't. All I'm saying is I don't believe a tag team is the best route to go. Like I told you at you know previous convo, e we can discuss it. We can talk about it. Hell, bring Vince in. Bring, bring whoever you want to bring in. Triple H, Sean, Stephanie, hell, Shane. Bring the whole McMahon family. Linda, bring her too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We can all talk about this and have a discussion. But I, I just don't believe a tag team is – it doesn't make sense to me. Gotcha. That, so if you had the pencil. That's all I'm saying. Now, you know, I mean, now if, if, if Vince was to come in and say, well, look, hey, Daniels Rick, you're making them a tag team. Obviously, e, I can't go against Vince. I, I got to do what what the boss wants because we all know how Vince is. <laughs> you know what, what I'm saying? What he wants. Exactly. Unless you're like a JR or Jim Cornette or someone Vince trusts that he can listen to. Obviously, I'm not in that spotlight. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it 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 it, it just, you know, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. You know what I'm saying? That's all. That's all. You know. Hell, I still believe the Montreal screw job could have been handled better. You know what I'm saying? That that still bothers me to this day. <laughs> yeah, it, that, I, and I know why. And I, and I know why. Day, it's, that that really bothers me e, because and, Brett, Brett, and with Brett, that, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, and with that, you know, okay, back then when I first watched the um, what's that thing? Is it Wrestling in the Shadows? It was on A and E. You remember that documentary? Wrestling in the Shadows, Montreal. Yeah, Mar uh, it was on the Montreal Screwdriver, right? So you kind of caught like a certain part of it. As I got older, and as I learned more about the wrestling business, I there's nobody at a hundred percent fault at either at either side. I get what Bret Hart was saying on how he was doing things because you know it's in his hometown, it's just that and the third. But on Vince's side of things he had to drop that title because of what he experienced months prior. Like, with, you know, Alundra Blaze dropping the WWE women's title in the trash can on national television on WCW side, 
You have no surefire way, no surefire way, no matter who it is, that that wasn't going to happen again. So preventative measures, yeah, dude, this is your last match. Now, traditionally speaking, I don't know, e, if, I don't, but but I don't listen to me. True, but e. traditionally speaking, if e, it's I'm, your last match in that company, you are supposed to lose that match at least ninety-five to ninety-eight percent of the time. If it's your last match with that company, you lose that match and you get a send-off with the crowd. That's how it usually happens. But e, I don't that, know. that happens damn near. I say I say 94, 95 and ninety-eight. That's damn near hundred percent of the time. But e, I, but e, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if we can say that Bret Hart would have done the same thing because Bret had too much respect for the business. Bret Hart is, it ain't throwing no belt, no trash can. Not, not not as as hard as he worked. Bret is not doing that. E. He he. Yeah, and, we know that. And, but and, do and, we know this for sure? We just and, know that by and, opinion. And, but do and, we have that in writing? And, <sighs> that's the business part. E, that's e, that's the part. E, I hear you, but Bret. I, I highly, I highly, highly doubt, and I don't know Bret Hart personally, but I highly doubt Bret would have done some fuck shit like that. Oh and, yeah, no doubt about it, no doubt and, about it. I, and to I be agree. honest, Bret Hart still had, I think, a few months left on his contract. Bret could have had another match. He could have. Nah, that was it. That that was it. I think he had like maybe an extra day, and that was it. No, that ain't what I heard, bro. That ain't what I heard. That ain't what I heard. I heard Bret still had some time left before he made that jump to WCW. That's what, right. what he wanted to do was win, <laughs> retain his title, but the next night drop it, like drop it, you know, like ceremoniously give it away. I'm with you. He wasn't going to do that. But on the business side of things, the way crazy shit been going down between WCW and WWE, Vince don't know that for sure. He doesn't know that. I can't blame him for making that decision. Drop the title here. That's what you and traditionally speaking, that what you are supposed to do. Well, why oh, not I, listen to Undertaker? Remember Undertaker's suggestion? Hey, have Brett lose the title to me, and then I'll lose it to Sean. You could have done that. You could have done that. I mean, <laughs> you, you could have done that. I mean, I, I, I get it. I get it. And Don't Brett get me wrong. Cool like, I, I'm not, Brett, I'm not cool browbeating. Yeah, I wasn't browbeating Bret Hart or nothing like that because I know he wasn't going to drop the title in no trash can. But I, I'm just looking into Vince's mindset. And Undertaker is right. You know, maybe you could do this. Instead of this, and then we can like go with that. But I think that feud between Hart and Michael was so built up already, it looks odd on paper to see him drop the title to someone else and then go up again. You know, it just looks it looks weird. It, it don't it don't look right. It like Undertaker being interjected in that, it don't make sense. Storyline wise, it just don't. Now, what you could have done is have Brett retain. Then have Undertaker like challenge him that next night and then have Brett drop the title. That what you could have done. And like have like Michaels be injured like that night, like have his legs hurt or whatever the case may be. And then have Brett drop the title and then boom. But they already put it out there in the in the atmosphere because it's all over the internet. This is Brett last day. This is this is it for him. He's going to. He might be going to WCW or, or whatever the case may be. They already put it. They already put that energy out there already. Now where Vince is wrong at, like, you know, after Brett refused to do it, it's like, okay, what what are you supposed to do in this situation? Like this is this is your belt technically. So, what would you do in that situation if you tell a wrestler, hey man, you got to drop the belt to such and such, and they tell you straight out no, that straight up no. Ain't no negotiations. What decisions will you have to make? You're going to have to do what you got to do. It's a fucked up way to do it, 
but you got to do you got to do what you got to do. I don't I don't know. E. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. That's, that's, it's so much inter intermingling with that whole situation. Is no is no a hundred percent right or wrong in that situation because I feel like both of them were wrong in a certain situation and both of them was right in certain situations. It's one of them things that it's a gray area. Well, I mean, and what I mean, just 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 to bring it back, you know, creative WWE. We've had all these talks about WWE, AEW, who's doing what, who's not doing what, who's being uplifted, who isn't, and it's yeah. just. You know, it 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 goes back to the fans being divided because me as a fan, e, I may have a certain vision of how I want to see things play out, but you know, sometimes I get my wish, sometimes I don't. But again, I'm not creative. I can't I can't just call Vince and tell Vince you are a fucking idiot. I can't do that. I can't mm. do that. I can't call Stephanie. I can't call Triple H. You know what I'm saying? So we take what they give us. Now, AEW, I mean, is AEW perfect? E, no. No. I'm sure I'm sure there are some people who have some gripes with AEW somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it is is it's not perfect. It's not no. perfect. Everyone has their own vision of how they want to see things. Some agree, some don't. It's just I just see a whole lot of missed opportunities, you know. And now with WWE, with with Sasha being back, I'm curious to see how they play this out because you have Charlotte. You have Sasha, you have Bianca, you got fucking, you know, um, 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 Becky, Becky, you know what I'm saying? Becky's going to retain. I, I, can, I can tell you that right I off. I mean, and isn't, isn't, now Rhea Ripley went to SmackDown, didn't she? No, 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 no. Rhea and, no, they're still on Raw. It's so this is a tag team. So you, yeah. Now that's a tag team. I don't think that makes sense at all. <laughs> Jesus. That, 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 they don't, that don't make sense to me at all. I, I'm pretty sure Rhea didn't request that. That was pretty much creative doing that bullshit. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was them. That was them. <laughs> that was definitely them. They still on they still on raw. I mean, how do you how do you manage that? How do well, you manage that? Go out, there and, go out there and wrestle these two women. There you go. Here you go. That they, they do what creative give them, man. Like did, that's why I like with comparing, I can't compare Randy Orton and Rhea Ripley. They're not the same. Like Randy requested this like he wanted this he wanted to work around randy i mean work around matt you can't wrestle matt every week you can't do that to work with him you have to be with him to a capacity randy is not a manager so you can't do that you got to make him like a tag team because randy likes to perform so you that's the best decision you could ever make when it comes to him it comes to that request instead of saying no but it comes to Rhea and you know you know uh nikki ash Ah, man, that that was creative's decision. Rhea is not comfortable. I, I mean, maybe she get comfortable along the way, but you know, Nikki Ash is definitely a fan favorite, like Top Gun was saying in the chat. Um, she she resonates with fans, kids. So I mean, that's all good and dandy, but Rhea, um, I don't I don't understand the pairing. Matter of fact, I don't understand why Rhea won that title to begin with. I still don't understand how that even happened. I'm like, I mean, she's a money in the bank winner, man. You know it was going to happen eventually. It was going to happen. <sighs> you know it was going to happen. You know that that briefcase almost damn near, damn near solidifies you winning a title. Well, it's just a matter of when. Now, I wouldn't be opposed to Nikki and Alexa Bliss with her character be together. That actually makes a little bit more sense. Nikki and Alexa. Yeah, because they they're character driven. How would you, you do that? Super. How would you do I that? Mean, 
That's easy, man. I mean, you look at Lesser Bliss, her character. Like, she's she's like the supernatural type of character. Like, you know, you know, I, I don't know the kids like her or anything like that, but she's more character driven than Rhea Ripley is. Then so if you got her and Nikki Ash, it makes more sense than her and Rhea. So you would have dark, scary Alexa versus superhero positive Nikki Ash on a team together? Well, I wouldn't say Alexa Bliss is dark and scary because she's a she's a baby face. You know, she wrestled with Charlotte Flair like last month. Well, so. I mean her her gimmick, gimmick wise. Oh, uh, gimmick wise. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, don't think I don't think that would work, gimmick wise. Well, with the doll that she plays with and how Charlotte was talking to the doll and all this other stuff, it makes in, it making whatever Alyssa Bliss character is more kid friendly. And that makes sense. I mean, you can Alyssa is, is multi talented, so she can adjust to whatever. So if if she's partnered up with Nikki, I'm pretty sure she can. She will adjust. She would do something different. She would do something different. But we we'll see, man. Only time will tell, man. Only, only time will tell. Raw is, is a, is a oh, tricky thing. Did you see uh, John Cena's post on Instagram? I don't know if you saw it. Uh uh-uh, nah. He posted uh, Roman Reigns is the. What did he say? Hold on. Let me let me go back to it. Because it, it got some people talking. John had posted something. Uh, here it is. Roman Reigns is reportedly the most popular villain in WWE history. That, now, this is what John posted three hours ago. I actually agree with that. Okay. I actually agree with that. I, okay. I agree with that statement, actually. And that and, and it sounds weird because you as a villain, you're not supposed to be popular. You're not supposed to have <laughs> record sales and merchandise. People are not supposed to like you. You are not a heel. <laughs> you you know my gripe about that. You know my gripe. I agree I with that. I know. And I think there was I wouldn't I don't know there was shade in that, but or he was sending a message. He's the most popular villain. I mean, if that little sentence right there, like, mm. well, John Cena, he doesn't, he doesn't post captions. He'll just post a picture up, and then people will debate or talk within the comment section. Like John doesn't post any captions. You know what I'm saying? So John didn't write anything to go with this. He just posts the post. Yeah. Now, now I don't know if John Cena wrote the post. That might have been written by from someone else. I don't really know. So I'm not going to say that John actually wrote this, but he did post it on his Instagram. And now, I mean, it. people are talking. And I, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, if you're looking at the numbers, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean I numbers wise, numbers don't lie, man. But the popular villain part. Yeah, you're a villain. You're not supposed to have these high merch sales, fam. Well, I mean, how many numbers is Roman bringing in? Like, I, I, I don't, and I don't know. I, I think he's he's at the top as far as merch sales. Is you know, he? At, yeah, he's at the top. Huh. He's at the top of merch sales. Okay. I, I, there's no doubt about it. Okay. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> there's no doubt about it. That is not a. That's not a debate. Ain't okay. nobody else that's that's coming. That's like uh, right neck and neck with him. He's a clear winner. So that's it right there. Now, <laughs> <laughs> now for some news here. Now we talk about we got some Jen Tama final Iron Man and the Chucky TV series. And first, I mean, let's talk about some Iron Man here. Now, throughout the 90s, Thanos Rick, Iron Man saved the Marvel Universe in his modular armor. Now, as Iron Man, Tony Stark has worn a ton of cool armors over the years with his mini red and gold suits. 
being the most recognizable for much of the 90s, the most regular and iconic of these was his modular armor, where most of Stark's other suits were built with specific tasks in mind or limited powers. Iron Man's modular armor could, could be customized to interface with other suits, such as the Hulk Buster, and somewhat forgotten now compared to more modern looks, such as the Extremist and the Bleeding Edge armors. Iron Man's modular armor served as his standard appearance, both in and outside of the comic books. It gave its wearer the greatest sense of customization, allowing him to exchange whatever tools he needed for the job without resorting to an entirely different suit. Now, uh, the modular Iron Man armor was introduced in Iron Man 300 um, by Kevin Hopgood and Lynn Kaminsky, and the suit was quickly used to defeat some of Iron Man's toughest foes. Before the issue, Tony Stark had gone into a coma, and he was internally fighting many of his struggles and fears as he wore the consciousness. Now, elsewhere... War Machine tried to fend off the villainous Ultimo with the Iron Man Legion, but uh, who were up the made up the former allies of Tony's wearing his older costumes, which probably what you're going to get with uh, Armor Wars. Now, awakening from his coma, Tony suited up in his newest suit, the modular armor. This allowed him to uh, modulate into different weapons and gadgets as he faced Ultimo. He used these gizmos to create lightning rod, electrocuted Ultimo, ending the villain's reign of terror. From there, the modular armor will largely remain Iron Man's go-to look until the Heroes Reborn era. And it will also go on to influence other works involving the character. Not only was the sleek modern design the main suit in the 90s, Iron Man cartoon, but it was also what Iron Man wore in Marvel's Capcom video game series. Thoughts mm. mm. on, on that Iron Man suit, man. That's my favorite suit of armor that Tony has, honestly. You know, I never really thought about this. <sighs> I never thought about it. Hmm. And that's your your favorite suit? That's my favorite suit. I mean, I grew up in the 90s, because that's that's a suit that I'm more accustomed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm in. Yeah. But other suits really don't compare to me. Like, I, I really like that suit of armor versus anything else he got. I mean, and, and well, comic-wise, we've seen all kind of suits. You know, mm-hmm. if you're just like a casual viewer, someone who's not really familiar with the comics, you may not be aware of the suits. I mean, of course, in, in, in Iron Man 3, when Tony blew up all the suits, you know, that might have been the only time that you actually saw it, you know, but you never really saw him actually wearing any of the suits. So, I mean, of course, you have the Hulk Buster and, I, and I'm, I'm talking to all the casual viewers not the comic readers or whatever, but I mean, what have we seen? Uh, Hulk Buster, we've seen. I mean, what else? Um, the nano suit. The the nano suit. I mean, it, shit, I'm, I'm trying to think. I mean, it hasn't really been too. You haven't really seen the suits. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he's he's upgraded like every movie. Like right. he's gotten consistently gotten better. Like in Iron Man one, he kind of like just put the armor on. And Iron Man two, he had a suitcase which turned into armor. Right. You know, and which is also the cartoon, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it's also the cartoon, right? It's also the cartoon, which you can find on Disney Plus, by the way. Yes, Shameless Plus. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you want to see some some nineties esque animation with some Marvel, that's what you got: Fantastic Four, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man. I don't know. I was kind of mad. He he blew up all those suits on Iron Man three. Kind of pissed me off a little bit. I'm like, come on, Tony. You blew up all the suits? All the suits, dog. <laughs> all the suits. Like, 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 really, fam? 
God damn. <laughs> how long this thing took you? How long did it take you to make all these damn suits? You gonna blow all of them up? Nah, dog. Nah. Nah. But I mean, I I mean, if I had to choose, I mean I I did like Endgame's suit. That that might be my, my favorite one. Because mm-hmm. it, it is the most advanced. I mean, he 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 had more bells and whistles with that suit, you know, so that might be my favorite one on screen. Right. Um Yeah, I mean it, it is what it is, man. I mean, I, mean I, I I do like that that suit of armor that he has, the modular armor, because you, it's so much you can add and take away with that suit. Now yeah. it's still metallic. Now I wouldn't be going up against Magneto in that shit, but he will crush you. He will right, you know what I'm saying. But that is my favorite suit of armor. Now his current armor now, or the armor that he has, is non-metallic, so he can go up against right. Magneto toe to toe. I mean, I think he has beaten Magneto, but I think Magneto was kind of like let him do it, but. I don't know. It I wasn't mean, his armor. His armor wasn't the Achilles heel. I'll tell you that. How do you think old girl's suit, suit going to be? Riri. Ironheart. Riri? Uh, I think Riri is going to be slick. It's going to be like a slick style. It's not going to have like the sharp edges on it. Um, well, how is she going to... Like, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how the movie or the show is going to show that. Because she has to get the the resources, the the money, the the tools, whatever, to build it. Yeah. So I'm curious to see. Now they did say Riri is gonna be in Black Panther Wakanda forever. Yes. Yeah. So is she gonna get the materials from Wakanda? Is Shuri gonna help build the suit? Because well, because I think Black Panther two is before her show debuts. So I'm thinking to myself, well, if she's gonna be in this movie with the Wakandans, I mean, that would make sense. You know what I'm saying? Now, how she, you know, links up with the Wakandans, and I mean, that remains to be seen. I don't want to make allegations or, you know, assume anything, but, you know, I'm just curious to see how she's going to build the suit and how it's going to look. Gotcha. Okay, so I don't think she's going to be in Wakanda. Um... I mean, of course, I think they visit the U.S. back and forth and they're going to see Riri. I, well, maybe she will be in Wakanda. I, I think that is a a way, honestly, to get the technology that she needs to create because she's already a genius already. So all you need is just add the material to her genius and she can make whatever she's going to make. And this, like I said, this is a perfect opportunity for her. I, I mean, obviously, Disney and the MCU are not going to fumble this bag, obviously. But I think her, her suit of armor... It's gonna be slick and to her body type and probably have some um added modifications from Wakanda. Which I'm not opposed to. Okay. Not opposed to. Okay. Not opposed I mean, to it. I know you brought up um Armor Wars, so <sighs> Rody. Mm. Mm-mm. What's gonna happen to Rody? Uh. uh that I don't know, man. That I don't know. I mean, it's gonna be a good one though. I mean, Don Cheeto, that's my boy. I'm a, I'm gonna support him all day. I mean, he, he only has one suit. <laughs> this is true. I mean, it, this is true. But well, well, this is his suit, but but it's been slightly modded like each time. It's I mean, sli- it's been slightly unless, modded each time. Unless he's still talking to Happy, you know. I don't know. You know, ha- Happy is still o- over the tech. He still oversees the technology. 
So yeah, yeah, you know, you know, Happy gonna hook him up with some, you know, some new stuff, some new tech. Yeah, but you know, Happy's not Tony, so I'm curious. Now I'm curious. Yeah, by a long shot, Happy's not Tony, but you exactly. got Peter too. So Peter, Peter can work yeah. some things out. Yeah, but Peter, can, uh, okay. Peter's a genius too now. <laughs> like uh, it's, there's a there's a list of geniuses in the Marvel universe. Like there's a list of them. I'm just curious, man. I'm I'm curious to see how this all, you know, what I'm saying. Like post Tony, I'm curious. I mean, it's it, it's moving. You have Shang Chi now, Doctor Strange. You know, multiverse Kang. So so it's 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 moving post Tony. Right. You know, I'm, I'm just, oh man, I'm curious. And then, and then this Guardian news. I don't know if you saw that. You, you probably did. You probably did. Oh, about Adam Warlock. Yeah. So he is coming in Guardians three. So and they they got my boy Will Poulter, who who I like actually. He's he's a dope actor. I like mm -hmm. him. Um. I'm curious to see how I'm, I'm curious now. I'm curious. This is different. You, you know what I'm actually happy about? And I'm going to actually write and then just tune in for November. I'm going to definitely uh, put it as an article. But Nickelodeon's All Star Brawl. You remember me talking about this yesterday? I do remember you talking about this. Yes, let me tell you something right now. I'm going to buy this game today. Hey, it's, it's already. <laughs> <laughs> it's already got my attention. It's already got my attention, Rick. Listen. Digital or physical? You... Uh, I'm gonna get a digital copy. I'm gonna you get a digital it. copy. Um, it says so. Nickelodeon All Star Brawl has 20 playable characters from the 13 Nickelodeon series, but two additional characters will be added shortly after this release. Additional characters are set to be released as download downloadable content. Each character also has their own stage based on their series of origin. You got. Oblina from Ariel Monsters, Aang from uh, Avatar Last Airbender, Toph, uh, Bifog, um, Cat Dog, Cat Dog, Danny Phantom, Helga Pataki from Hey Arnold, Zim from Evader Zim, Korra from The Legend of Korra, Lincoln Loud and Lucy Loud from The Loud House, Ren and Stimpy from The Ren and Stimpy Show, and Powdered Toast Man from The Ren and Stimpy Show, uh, Reptar from Rugrats, SpongeBob SquarePants, Patrick Starr, and Sandy Cheeks from Spongebob, Leonardo, Michelangelo, and April O'Neil from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Nigel Thornberry from the Wild Thornberries. That's the, that's the, the uh, default list. How does the fighting gameplay look? Uh, it looks, uh, how can I describe it? Nickelodeon-y? Is it is it like Super Smash Brothers or is it like Marvel so, Capcom? No, nah, it's like Smash Brothers. So, okay. So, okay. it features similar gameplay to Nintendo Super Smash Brothers series with uh, players battling on different stages and attempting to knock their opponents outside the boundaries of the arena. Each stage offers a different layout with some also having additional hazards that can cause damage to characters. Movement takes place on two-dimensional plane with characters able to move around by running, jumping, double jumping, or performing a mid-air dash in, which is not on Smash Bros. if I'm not mistaken, in any eight directions. Now, characters have three different types of attacks. Light attacks, which are weak, but quick, and can be used to perform combos. Stronger attacks are slower, but do more damage and knock opponents back. And special attacks. Now, the properties of which vary by char character by character. Now, different attacks can also be performed by pushing up or down combination um, with one of the attack buttons. Players can also grab and throw opponents or enemy projectiles even in the air and guard against attacks without penalty. Now, though they will be pushed back in doing so, the unique to this game is the strafe uh, function where players can hold a button to prevent their character from 
turning around while moving in different directions. This can be used to continue attacking an opponent while actually actively retreating from them. And as characters take damage, the amount of knockback caused by the opponent's attacks will increase, making them easier to knock off the stage. And it's using rollback netcode. Mm. It's using rollback netcode, which is great. We're uh, supported on all platforms. And the game also features a single-player arcade mode and a sports mode based on a slap ball game type from the developer's previous fighting game, Slap City. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting this game. Okay. that. I'm getting it. <laughs> I'm getting this game. It is just why? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you get this game, man? Like you could play all your Nickelodeon. It's a good, fun game to play, and I, and I dig it. I'm all for that. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> and you're getting it today, huh? I'm getting it today. I'm getting it today. I gotta see how much it is. Um, honestly, I, I don't know what the what the price tag is on it. I know it's not sixty bucks. I know it's no. Nah, that might be like forty. I would. I would think. Uh, fifty actually. It's fifty. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's fifty. Okay. Okay. All yeah, right. I might. I don't know, man. I might. I might bust a fifty for that. I might. I might bust a fifty for that. Look at you, baller. Man, baller. I'm not no baller, man. It's it's no ballers here. Talking about me, man. You paying thirty bucks for a Disney Plus movie? Yeah, e. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. You paid. Yes, you did. You you know better than that. You know better than that. You got, like did you did you do like an in house date for that? Nah, I just bought it for myself. What? Listeners, don't be fooled. E listen to five story mansion, three car garage. I know, I've been there. I've seen it. Three car garage. Wow. Like five stories. That's high. Yeah, yeah, very high ceilings. E. <laughs> vaulted, vaulted. See, it's just vaulted ceilings, man. Is it? I'm not doing this today. <laughs> I'm not doing this today, man. Not doing this today. Uh, oh my god! And it, now, as far as anime news is concerned, um, <laughs> rich bastard. News. Rich bastard. <laughs> I am not rich. Okay, I'm not rich. Spend a little bit, but I ain't rich. Mm-hmm. I ain't rich. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. So it's time to say goodbye to the odd job Shinsegumi and every single other character Gentama has picked up along the way on a 16-year route between its initial air date and the date of final movie Gentama on the very final hits North American theaters on November 21st. Gentama season 7, which aired in 2018, brought all the characters back together for the Civil Soul arc Mm-hmm. And that many believe would be the end. But the anime pulled a characteristic gag and instead performed a time skip that completely changed the playing field. Here's mm-hmm. what you need to know before uh, the very final hits theaters. Uh, Jitama's main antagonist is a y- Yusuro, who is an alter ego of Gentoki's beloved teacher Shoyo. Now, had enacted his plan to take over the Earth. While Gentoki and his assorted company prepared to defend Edo, uh, naturally, this partnership did not always go smoothly, and it took the promise of imminent destruction to stop the infighting and foster some unity among the Earth Army. Ultimately, after a final confrontation of many forces, Ushiro triumphed over Gentoki and the Earth Army anyway, and Edo was destroyed. Edo was destroyed. Now, then the Gentama tale jumped forward two years where everyone had gone their separate ways. Katsura had grown a mustache and become a prime minister and a likely homage to Roy Mustang. Shinpachi now parted his hair and walked around acting the part of Gentoki he first met. Kagura supposedly had a child, but that was revealed to also be a gag the moment she and Okita uh, started fighting among their reunion. 
Most significantly, Gentoki made a tentative peace with uh, Takas- Takasugi, and the two shared what they've been up to the past two years. Now, Usuro, meanwhile, is far from the clear-cut villain. He's a vessel for a large amount of substance known as um, Altana, which gave rise to a number of evil alternate personalities, but also to the kind-hearted Shoyo, who was the personality Gentoki was once forced to kill. Now, though beheaded, Usiro, uh regenerative abilities were able to bring him back at the time, and also after the destruction of Edo, which left the body and completely in Usiro's control. Now, I'm telling you. Now, oh, see there, not dropping fifty like his jump chain, man. Man, listen, who don't have fifty bucks? <laughs> <laughs> Who don't have fifty dollars, man? Oh, that's funny. Who don't have, you? Thanos, Ray, you have fifty bucks. I'm not getting into this. Do you have fifty bucks, Thanos, Ray? This, this is between you and Top Gun. I'm out of it. I'm out of this. Top Gun, damn sure got fifty bucks. I already know that. But Thanos, Ray, do you have fifty bucks? Everybody that listening on the show got fifty bucks in their pocket. They got it in their bank account. Hey, man. Hey, it's a pandemic. Time is hard, man. <laughs> Times is hard. Times is hard. Mm-hmm. Man. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you have a 15 year old daughter, 50 a stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, true. Telling <laughs> 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 you, man. I'm going to get you. off me, man. I don't get off me. For the record, I do not have a five story house. Like, uh, like I don't know what. Thanos has been here. Several times. Yes. Yes. You've been here several times. I got tall ceilings, vaulted ceilings, man. It's vaulted hey, ceilings. Man. What's wrong with that? Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. How's, how, how's that coupe, that two door you drive? How's that holding uh, up? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is, is it still fast? Vroom, vroom. <laughs> oh, my God. Man. Y'all will not do this to me today. No, 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 I won't do this to me today. And Mio, sorry, I got it. Mio says, I got, I got it in my savings, but it's going to take three business days to transfer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, when, when are you going back to Greece with, with Queen? Next uh, week? Man. Next week? Look, I'm going to be in Detroit this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be in Detroit this week. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, he is cool, man. If you're making it rain, just just say that. I don't. I don't. I don't. My name is Erskmack, and I make it rain for fun. Just say that, E. (laughs) I would never say that, that, ever. (laughs) I would never say such things. (sighs) I feel you, Top Gun. Me and you in the same boat. Erskmack, you know, he, you know, these these rich guys, man, they don't understand Top Gun. What? They don't understand. What? It's cool, Top Gun. It's cool. I get it. I get it. Look, man, listen. My older brother just taught me just to think ahead, man. Like, I mean, he goes on these trips all the time. And I'm like, dude, bro, how you get all this money? And he was like, he tells me he pays for this stuff ahead of time. Like, each paycheck, he like he does, he pays for one little thing here and there. Like, he'll do, he'll do car rental one week. And next week, he'll do the plane ticket. Then next week, he'll do the hotel. Then everything else is just miscellaneous. Do whatever you want to do. By the time you're there, you already got everything you need. Hey, See, man. easy, easy you stuff. You don't have to explain that to us. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, man. You talking you know, about I got five story houses and stuff like that, man. Hey, e, like houses. E, your your accounting is none of our business. <laughs> uh, clearly it is. <laughs> clearly, clearly it is. 
Oh my gosh, man! What I'm what I'm going to do? Uh, oh, that's funny. So, shout out to Boogie Blends, man. I just thought about him, man. He he moved up. He went over to a new barbershop, man. And barbershop got a pool table, got a mini bar in that joint. He's living life. Shout out to Boogie Blends. How much? How much are his cuts? Fifty. Thirty-six. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-six bucks. <laughs> Thirty-six. Now that includes the drinks Amen. and all that. That includes all that. That's cool. Top Gun. I did see the article about the new Superman. You know, I think it's his son. I don't think it's Superman himself. It's his son. I, it's John Kent. It's not Clark. You know, we we try not to get in these convers you know in these conversations because it's. <sighs> It's touchy. It's complicated. You know, it, 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 I don't want to ruffle any feathers. I really don't. E, I, I know you've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. I, I, I'll say this. I'll say this. I understand that, that it's 2021. And I understand that, you know, everyone wants to feel represented. And I think that's important. It's important that everyone feels represented. And not just in comics, you know, comics, video games, wrestling, you know, anything regarding our line of work, you know, the the the, the geek world, as we, you know, as some would call it, representation does matter along with in everything else. We get it. We understand it. But at the end of the day, there's a way to go about it to where everyone is happy. I'm not making any excuses. I'm not I'm not trying to say anything foul. But there's always a way to still accomplish that representation, having that presentation of representation and doing something new that, well, I don't want to say new, but but still still being faithful to your core audience. Mm. Like you can do both. You can eat gum and walk, not eat gum. You can chew gum and walk. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I get it, but there, there's a way to go about doing it. That's that's might be more. How should I say it? So his okay. more I, I kind of get what, it's, it's, I, it's, it's, it's 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 productive to do things a certain way to where everybody wins and no one can feel a particular way about something. And and when it comes to Superman. E Top Gun. I don't believe that was the best way to do that. I don't believe it was the best way to do that. So I, I, I get why they did it. I get it. I get it because E. That was the same issue I had. I don't know if you remember. I, I talked to you about um Young Justice and how they did Aqualad season three. I was yeah. like, you know what, E. I don't know if that was the right thing to do. Yeah, like, I, I think he was I like that know. in the comics too. I thought. <laughs> e. It, it, I thought. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't know. It it is a touchy subject. Well, I never been much of an Aqualad fan, anyway, man. I mean, you know. Yeah. I you know it didn't matter to me. I think so. Okay, so the article we we discussing is um, DC Comics has confirmed that John Kent Superman's John Kent Superman is bisexual as an upcoming story in his ongoing series Superman Son of Cal L number five. We'll see the hero officially come out. Uh, so John Kent became DC's newest Superman after his father Clark left Earth in order to stop Mongo and free a group of enslaved people on War World. In his absence, he passed the torch on to John, who has shown he's the right man for the job since officially getting the mantle. 
during his adventures, he developed a friendship and with a reporter named Jay, with will blossom into a full-blown romance in the upcoming issue of Superman, Son of Kal-El. Now, DC Comics revealed that Superman, Son of Kal-El will take the hero in bold new direction as he will officially become be confirmed as bisexual in the pages of story of by Tom Taylor, John, Gabe, and Dave Sharp. For those reading the series, his friendship with Jay has played a key part in the hero's adventures as Superman. Nakamura, which is his last name, is a reporter for The Truth, uh, which is a social media live stream news organization featuring stories from the mass reporter, exposing some of the most underreported important stories across the world. Now, Superman has taken a keen interest in The Truth, which has brought him closer to Jay. Now, the romance seems like a natural evolution of the relationship and will feature three covers uh, that was like variants. So now Taylor in the press release says he's grateful to DC Comics and Warner Brothers shared a, a similar mindset about everyone needing to see heroes and representation in comics. So um, now this ain't really new. Like Mio's actually saying something right. Like one of Robin's was also confirmed by and I think it was Tim Drake. It was Tim Drake that was that way. Because um, I think he he says some stuff like in comic book panels, but, you know, you kind of say it and like brush across it or whatever the crazy, um, whatever the case may be. So, so here, here's my take on it because I was trying to avoid it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, to, to all the listeners, I, I was trying to avoid it. But we, you know what? I'm going to take a page out of Dave Chappelle's book. I, I, I am. Like, okay. If you have a... Go ahead. If you haven't seen the closer, you gotta watch the closer. I watched it for a second time yesterday with Queen because the Queen's first time. Yeah. And yeah. I yeah, it, it makes total sense now. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think when it comes to comics and when it comes to um movies or shows or whatever the case may be, it can, it's a slippery slope for a representation. Like X Men is really the depiction of racism in America, right? That basically was a depiction of. But with X Men, you have all these people from all walks of life, whether they're Asian, Black, White, Spanish, Indian, didn't matter, right? Um, you got like with X Force, Shadowstar. Shadowstar is an alien, but Shadowstar, which you saw him in Deadpool too, he got chopped up with a helicopter propeller. Um, <laughs> which I was still mad at that. I'm like, I just want to see the dude fight. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah. But with him, he's an alien. So that that was kind of like a thing where he was attracted to other guys and and females too. But he's an alien, so he don't really have a gender per se. Right. So right. I think with the LGBTQ community, I think in some ways some people are forced to put characters at the forefront like there was a there was a petition to make joker gay like really which didn't make any sense at all really like any sense but um obviously right. that didn't happen what was the reason behind that did, did they say or i mean just to want the representation just just to say hey make him that way um because I, I see it was like maybe a couple of years ago that i seen that it wasn't like a big big deal anything like that it wasn't like on mainstream media I, it's just something that i came across so you know, but there are characters in Marvel and there are characters in DC that are that way. Um, I think with this situation, especially with Superman, Superman is a polarizing character. He's like probably like one of the flagship bearers other than Batman for DC. But it's not actually Superman. It's his son. You know, Clark is 
doing some other shit. He deployed. <laughs> Put it like that. He's deployed. Right, right. He's doing some other stuff. So he gotta he gotta leave Metropolis in capable hands. And right. he left it in his son's hand. I mean, you got to pass the torch to his son. I, I get that. But I, I it don't seem for storyline wise because it seems like an organic thing. But I also think that part of it is pressure from the community to put representation in comics. Like there is a gay couple in Eternals. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's part of part of what it is too. So it's it's really it's well, really it, like that because when we grow up, I mean, there are they, believe it or not, when we grew up in nice reading comics, they were characters like that. They are characters like that. We just we just never made a big deal out of it because we just enjoyed the characters. You know what I'm saying? It was like, eh, you know, whatever. You know, they fighting this person, they fighting this person or whatever. It wasn't like this big big deal. But you know, it should I think for here it shouldn't be like this huge announcement because it's old news. It's it's something that we have seen when we was kids. Well, E, my my issue with this is, and I want the listeners to to listen to me very carefully. We're not bashing anyone. We're not harassing or putting down anyone. I don't give a fuck who you like, who you love. You are a you are a human being. Do what you want. My only issue with this is, you know, characters that have been introduced and, you know, you have countless storylines and you put them through all this shit and then all of a sudden you turn them gay or you turn them a different color or a different religion or, you, you know, you do these things. And I'm like, why? To me, I don't think it's necessary for you to do. If that's the case, then just create a whole new character but don't don't go through you know all these storylines and then like you know obviously we see this person as this person mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're doing this because to me it just seems like you're 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 doing this just for shock value you're not doing this out of respect for the character so if i'm gay or bisexual but i also read comic books and i know for a fact that this person wasn't gay before you're doing this. I mean, like to me, I would feel kind of like, well, you know, it doesn't like, are you doing this to make me happy or are you doing this to trying to fit some, some type of narrative? Because please believe, don't do me any favors. Don't do me right. any favors. You know what I'm saying? I am what I am, but don't try to, cause it's forced now it's forced. And all you're doing is pissing people off. Right. And you're actually making it harder for people like me if I'm gay, because now people look at me strange or funny and now is is the the energy is off. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like 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 don't don't do it just to no because you're not being true to me and you aren't being true to the character. I can see if this person was gay or whatever from the beginning, that makes sense. That makes that that makes sense. No issue with that. But don't just do all this now just to. Like to me, to me, that doesn't make any sense. And I'm not bashing anyone, but I'm just saying, don't do things just to do it. Think about yeah. it. Yeah. Just think about it. Just don't don't do it just to do it because it wasn't this way before. So why are you doing right. it now? You know what I'm saying? Like when when Fantastic Four came out and you have Michael B. Jordan playing Johnny Storm. E, I didn't like that. I didn't. 
and I'm a black man. I didn't either. I'm like, oh yeah, this shit, this shit gonna be stupid. And I'm a and, and I'm a black man. I'm a black man. To all the listeners, I am black. Don't make Michael B. Don't make Johnny Storm black just to, you know what I'm saying, for my benefit. You ain't doing me no favors. I know, <laughs> I know Johnny Storm has blonde hair and blue eyes. Johnny Storm. Keep, keep him like that. Don't change Johnny. him. Don't change him. Like that to me, that that doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like look, listen, don't you, you you don't have to do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure, hey, I appreciate the effort and the thought and the consideration, but don't, don't, don't do that. There are other ways to get the point across without having to change up all this. I mean, it is there there's a better way. Yeah, they, I, I believe so. I mean, it's like if they, if they really want to start a riot, maybe Wolverine and Cyclops will cover. I will flip a table. I'll flip a table. It's like, it, it, it's now, okay, so. You know what? Matter of fact, this, this might anger some people. Do not make James Bond black. I know some people don't want to hear that, but don't make him black. That's unnecessary. James Bond has always been white male, you know, dark hair, whatever the case may be. You don't have to do that. What I suggest is how about we create another secret agent who's black and that way, we can have our own 50-year, 100-year secret agent, black man, with his own story. Yeah. You uh, ain't another, doing me no another, favors another, by yeah. making James Bond black. You're not doing us any favors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that that doesn't make sense to me. You know I, I, what I agree. Saying? I mean, like, hell, we was fine before this. Exactly. <laughs> we was fine before this, man. I mean... If you really think about it in Marvel, we we got a lot of like black representation and and for the most part some of these characters are OP. And and that's the other thing, E, there are so many dope African American characters who will never see the light of day. Yeah. You, but you, I don't know about Marvel you, you, now. You understand Marvel, me? We, we, like, we definitely like, got it. We definitely been getting it. But but no, but I'm saying though, like you have so many and not just black, Latino, Asian, you have so many characters who would never see the light of day. Because you want to make Johnny Storm black, or you want to make I don't know Black Panther white, really? Yeah, you really? never, you never gonna see that. <laughs> <laughs> you never gonna see that. You like, never gonna see that. I mean, I mean, he, I mean, he, it's, it's it's unnecessary to do. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, and and, and, and I'm look, not dissing anyone. Again, I'm a black man. I love my people. I love everyone. But you don't have to do the things that you do just to please somebody. There are better ways to do something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that that that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And I hope people understood what I'm what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I mean, I mean with, not with John Kent, you know, Superman's son. Like, you know, obviously he was going to be the new Superman at some point in time, or whatever the case may be. I mean, ideally, in a sense, he is a new character in a way. So. I get it. Uh, I mean, it came out with Tim Drake being confirmed as bisexual, and it's like, okay, what else is new? We already knew that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so it's kind of like making it news, but we it's like to an avid comic book reader, some stuff we already know. Exactly. We just don't make a big deal out of it because we enjoying the story itself. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Not what this person's personal life is. We exactly. just enjoying what, what's going on. You ain't got to make it. You ain't got to make it this way. Exactly. You really don't. It's 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 like pulling teeth, it, you know. It's it's crazy. It's, it's like it's unnecessary. Why the unnecessary. fuck are you doing it? 
You know what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, if you now, if you're trying to shed more light on it, I mean, okay, e, I get it. I guess you know some people didn't know that Tim Drake was you know like okay, okay. If you didn't know, you didn't know. So I guess maybe in their minds, well, hey, we are just shining a light in case people didn't know that he was gay or bisexual, or whatever. Then we will, you know, inform. I get it. I get it because I mean, if you were to say that, then it doesn't feel forced, right? You know, for the record, nobody likes Tim Drake. I'm be honest with you, not because of his sexuality, but he's not the best Robin in the world. You know, Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Damian Wayne, Tim Drake. That's the hierarchy. Hey, that's the hierarchy. <laughs> like as far as Robins is concerned, the hey. character of Robin, not the sexuality, but the character of Robin. Hey. You know, hey, I feel like Damian is probably the best Robin, honestly, because you know, hell is Batman's son, so it's like. Yeah. Mm, yeah, can't well, beat that. Yeah. <laughs> can't beat that. Yeah, but uh, but you know, people people know Dick Grayson, so it's like okay. Yeah, yeah. You Dick Grayson's legit. So so he will get that shine over Damien. But I mean, I'm with you. E. I mean, I, I like Damien too. But you know, Dick Grayson is you know that's he he's always like he is Robin. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I mean, he's the OG. He's the OG, OG, triple OG. You know, I'm just saying to all the the lip to to any to anyone listening who's a creator or whatever. Our, I know our opinions may not matter to to at all, but all I'm all we're trying to say is it's unnecessary. You don't have to do it. You're wasting your energy. <laughs> you don't have to do it. You really don't. You don't have to do it. Like like some of these characters that already have a history: Magneto, Charles Xavier, Wolverine, Cyclops, the X Men as a whole. You don't have to change them. You don't. Like they are, they already got a, a solidified fan base, a solidified story, know their backstory through and through. You don't now, as far as a brand new character, somebody you're introducing, have at it, have at it, but don't try to change what already has been established because you you're pressured into conform. You know you pressured into conforming with what society wants you to do. You know you are the creator. You know you do what you want to do. At the end of the day, but you ought to know you created this fan base with this. Like, there's always been representation in comic books. Period. There always been representation, no matter who it was, what race, ethnicity didn't matter. There's always was representation. Every whether it was DC, whether it was Image, whether it was Marvel, whether it was Dark Horse, didn't matter. There's always representation. And I was talking about current events. People read comic books to get away from bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Not stay in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like people read comic books just to get away from what's going on out here in the real world, man. Because there's a lot of shit out here that would get you depressed. <laughs> so, you know what? You read comic books to get away from that. Go on. Watch- now, go ahead. Huh? Go- no, I was, I was going to. Uh, I see Mills' comment about Wolverine and Cyclops. Yeah, I told you I flip a table. You know, I flip a table. But but you know what, Mios? You know what? I'll be honest with you. If 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 that was the way it was in the beginning, when Stan Lee created the X Men, Mios, I wouldn't really be mad at it. I wouldn't be mad at it. You know, I mean, to be honest, but I mean, but who is the common denominator with 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 Wolverine and Cyclops? It's Jean Grey. And Jean sleeps with both of them, by the way. She sleeps with both of them. It, exactly. So I'm like, okay, we go from this love triangle between these three to now Wolverine and Cyclops are a couple. Mills, that would piss me off. 
<laughs> well, the thing is, like in Krakoa, she has she has like a, a, a um a room which leads to either Wolverine or Cyclops. So it was, I think they got a polyamorous relationship. I think that's what's going on. So you know, if Gene feels like Wolverine, then we'll hang out Wolverine. And Gene feels like Cyclops, she hang with Cyclops. You know, she's getting the you know. So I think that that's what it is. If you look at the map on where they're staying, their room are connected. Well, Gene's room are connected to both. Pull like that. So they're kind of like solving that whole, you know, who who Gene likes. And like, you know what? Bump it. You know, she's going to take both of them. Or whatever he she feels that day. Well, but I, I mean, Wolverine's history, his love life is, hey, she he has some. So Gene's a player. Yeah, basically. Gene's a player. Um, so <laughs> Wolverine's love life is very complex. You know, Lady Deathstrike, Gene, Stormy, certain certain areas, Viper. It's like he dealt with a lot of dangerous women. But he's Wolverine, so he can survive all that. It's it's what yeah. it is. Yeah, and I mean, of course, I mean, you know, Gene and Cyclops like that. I mean, that that's always been the couple, like the the Marvel couple. Gene and Cyclops, Reed Richards, Sue. You know what I'm saying? Hell, Storm, Black Panther. Like it's it's you know that's that's what I'm used to. That's what I know. I mean, yeah. you go changing that to. I mean, it 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 it, it you make things complicated when, when you do stuff like that, especially when you don't explain it. Like if you're gonna do it, explain it. Just don't do it just to do it. And that's yeah. that's my thing. Just don't do shit just to do it, and then be like, oh, hell, here you go. He's gay. Or he's black, or he's white. Here you go. You happy now? You happy? No, no, motherfucker. We're not happy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, here you go. <laughs> here you are. Here you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. It, it, it's it's always a better way. It's always a better way. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no, doubt. <laughs> no, no doubt. Here you go. Here you go. Here. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, man. And, and no, our last bit of news here, man, um, is that uh, Coda Chucky in ending cliffhanger was always meant to set up the TV show. So Chucky creator Don Mancini says that the cult of Chucky cliffhanger ending was always meant to lead to a TV show. And Mancini created Chucky, a possessed killer doll for the film Child's Play, which was released in 1988. Now, Chucky was voiced by veteran actor Brad Dorif who plays a maniacal doll as disembodied serial killer Charles Lee Ray. And Ray uses his voodoo practice to merge his soul with the good guy's doll. And hell-bent on finding a way to return to human form, things go awry when Chucky decides to try and take over a human owner's body, a young boy named Andy Barkley, now who fights back against the deranged doll, even as the adults around him won't take the boy seriously. Now, Child's Play series spawned six sequels and a 2019 reboot, which has nothing to do with the show. Uh, with the last one being Kodo Chucky, which brought the series back to its more grounded horror roots after veering into a near parody by the time Cedar Chucky was released in 2004. Now, Kodo Chucky was first filmed in the franchise to introduce the concept of multiple Chuckies, which was an idea Mancini had wanted to use in Child's Play 3, but couldn't do the budget constraints. So uh, Kodo Chucky brought back a now grown up Andy Barkley as one of the main protagonists, as well as Chucky's former girlfriend, Tiffany valentine again played by jennifer tilly 
Now, Code of Chucky ended with a number of cliffhangers for the various characters, including Andy and Tiffany, which left the franchise wide open to be continued. And apparently that was always the idea. Now, interview with comic book sources, uh, Mancini said that his intent of leaving Code of Chucky open ended was to pave a way for the TV series. Um, Likening the finale of The Empire Strikes Back and saying that the density of that ending beckoned Chucky to a TV format. Uh, now, also, it's set to debut tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Sci-Fi and on the USA Channel. And Mancini is credited as a writer for all 10 episodes of Season 1 and also a director of Episode 1. And Brad Dorff is once again voicing the voice of Chucky. And Dorff's daughter, Fiona, will return the role of Nika Pierce, who has also appeared in the last two Child's Play films as both protagonist and antagonist. Um, the series also brings back Tilly, Christine Elise, who played Andy's foster sister Kyle, and the la- and was last seen at the end credits of Code of Chucky. Now, uh, now he stood the test of time. Much like Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Chucky falls in the category of the latter of the part of his appeal has always been his humor, especially as delivered by Dorof in the role. So, your thoughts? <sighs> and what you thinking? Mio Sturia says, the only reason I watched the reboot was because Mark Hamill played Chucky, which I'm always a big Mark Hamill fan. I mean, I like that they're bringing back the original characters. Right. I do, I, I, I do like that. Um, This is on sci-fi, right? Yeah, sci-fi and USA Network. It's going to show two different channels. And USA. So mm-hmm. odds are it's probably not going to be rated R. Uh, it's TVMA. And I've seen the... What does that mean? Um, It's going to be pretty bloody. It's going to be pretty bloody. Well, normally TVMA, you don't really see that on a, a non-premium channel. I don't no, believe. I think that's why they're showing it at 10 o'clock. I think... I think with this TV show, they're letting it go. Oh, well, well, what does that mean? Like, am I going to be R rated? Am I going to feel like it's going to be R rated? So am I going to see Chucky grab a hammer and smash someone's eye in an eye socket? Like, yes, probably. (laughs) I I seen. listen, I seen (laughs) Chucky push this chick. Push this woman on the dishwasher. Like you know how you take your dishes out dishwasher. Yeah. You know you're not to put your not to put not to, supposed to put your knives facing up. Yeah. 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 And she did that, and Chucky pushed her, yeah. and she she her throat landed on it, Ooh. and you saw the blood splatter. Ooh. So yeah, it's rated off. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it's, it's interesting because I don't I don't have cable. Like I I stream everything, so I'm just I'm just curious to see what they're allowed to show on tv now and mm-hmm. you know i was like i'm, I'm curious like, i don't know i really know because you know at one point e you couldn't see nothing you know you, you couldn't use cuss words you couldn't you know what i'm saying but i guess now i guess now it was different i don't i don't really know but well like meals 38 said like after 10 p.m anything goes because kids to bed it's school night it's on a tuesday yeah what kids but, gonna be up at 10 o'clock you know kids gonna be up anyway i mean you know it's Man, they're up. They're gonna be they be in for a rude awakening. They in for a rude awakening. I've seen I've seen the trailer, man. I've seen Chucky push this lady on some knives. I've seen Chucky yeah. play video games with this kid. And 
I'm not going to say it's going to be terrible. Um, I hope it's good because I, I do like the Chucky franchise. I do. I would say that after Chucky 3, it went downhill. I didn't care for Bride of Chucky. I didn't care for Seed of Chucky. I, I didn't care for, you know, like, I, it, it. the other movies were just kind of terrible to me. You know, it, it, it wasn't my cup of tea. So I hope with the show, and even even with the movie reboot, which I don't know if you saw E, but, you know, I saw it. And it I saw it. It's it's definitely a modern telling of it, and I do appreciate the effort because you do want to modernize so that it makes sense to today's public. I get all of that. I get all of that. Um, but the reboot I read is not is not connected to this, so I guess no, that's so. That. So the new the sort of reboot. Think about it like this: the reboot is like the Joker movie, right? Right. That's basically what it was because right. Don Mantini didn't touch that. He wasn't working on that. That's why you got Mark Hamill as the voice right. of Chucky. You had all that. So Don Mantini did Child's Play 1, 2, and 3, Bride, and Seed. And he also started with, you know, Cult of Chucky. I think there's a few other movies here. I got to look at it, like his filmography, as far as his uh, – far as his films is concerned so there's child's play one two and three bride c curse and cult so that yeah i knew it was two so basically if i'm if i'm getting the timelines right right i think curse takes place after three cult takes place after curse okay and then you got the child's play series okay. i think that i think that how that's how that's playing out i think bride and seed was um just kind of like, you know, a parody type thing or whatever the case may be. Now, if they do incorporate Bride and Seed in there, that that actually would be pretty dope, but that's not the case here. I think they're just totally disregarding Bride and Seed and going straight after Colt or Chucky and going from there. Because Andy is actually in this series. Right, right. He is. He is. Uh, I don't know if he's a cop or he's an FBI agent. Or I don't know what his deal is, but it's like his him and somebody else it's almost like pulp fiction like so i it feels like with this series they're going to talk about you know charles lee ray backstory how what was his upbringing why he is the way he is why he feels the way he feels right you know stuff like that um and when don don machini went back to curse and cult he went back to the horror roots that the first movie and second movie and the third movie was Right. Like he totally disregarded the the funny parts. Like he just kinda like make it dark, make it broody, make it bloody, and go from there. Hell, Andy shot him in the face. Well, I mean, you you gotta have some humor. I mean, Chucky did have humor in the original. Yeah, of course. You have to have something. You know, so I mean don't 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 take it completely away, you know. Yeah. Um I mean, Chuck was a funny guy. I mean, he was a killer, but he was a funny guy. I mean, you know, <laughs> he's a funny guy, you know, but I mean, it's, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it will be good. I'm sure yeah. it will be good. So, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna check it out. You said Sci-Fi and USA Network. Yep, Sci-Fi and USA okay. Network. I'm actually gonna check it out myself, man. It's like the other again. The funniest line was in Child's Play Three, man. And you know, he like he was no longer interested in Andy. He was like, yeah, that's right. I'm going after him. Check is gonna be a bro. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'll, this motherfucker here. <laughs> <laughs> <Hilarious>. <laughs> 
hilarious. This motherfucker here, boy. Ah, uh, man, that, that, that's hilarious, man. It, it, it it's it's funny though, cause I feel like this gonna be it gonna have the horror elements to it, but I feel like it's gonna be like a mystery. It's gonna have some drama in it too. It's just. It intrigues me. It really intrigues me, man. This might be, I'm not over exaggerating. This might be probably like one of the hottest shows for the end of the year. If done right. Because they did The Purge. You remember they did The Purge on Sci Fi and USA? And I haven't heard anything bad about it. I've never seen The Purge TV show. I've never seen it. Um, I've seen a little bit of it. Um, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty gruesome you know, yeah. for what it was. Yeah. But it, it, show, it came on. Like I think around the 10 p.m. 10 p.m. time slot. So if 10 p.m. and it's on Sci-Fi and it's on USA, yeah, let it rip. I let it rip. Okay, well, I'm with it, man. I mean, just just make it good, make it make sense. That, we gonna talk about it tomorrow. We gonna talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. That's 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 all I ask. We that's that's all we ask. Make it make sense. <laughs> make it good. You know. Don't yeah, be we definitely like, gonna talk about it tomorrow. Don't be like, here you go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> here you go. You know what I'm saying? You happy? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on, man. Hilarious. Please don't do that. Please. Nah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. You happy now? Oh, wait, man. Here. <laughs> here you go. <laughs> but check it back. Look, this is our show for the day, but oh, go to www.orangephoenixmedia.com man we have our or- latest edition of orange phoenix magazine is out right now so if you go to orangephoenixmedia.com you click on magazine you click on the most recent um issue it will take you to the october edition for only 7.99 for uh the digital copy of the magazine now if you want to subscribe for five dollars a month you can actually you guarantee the magazine for five dollars a month every single month so what's on the website is single issues only and what's on patreon.com forward slash orange phoenix is your subscription so for five dollars a month you're guaranteed the magazine every single month and uh just be on the lookout myself and thanos rick will be doing the comics declassified for you know obscure comic book characters that you may not know about in the mainstream and we will be putting that that particular special on the five dollar a month patreon <clears throat> along with the magazine as well so not only you get the magazine you will get the comic declassified as part of our new uh segment um and that also will be visual uh, as well so also give us a follow at orange phoenix tees man i did put the announcement out there in orange phoenix uh geek corner on facebook that there is a sale going on and it will start if i'm not mistaken tomorrow everything is 35 percent off i will be posting it uh, on orange phoenix tees give us a follow on Orange Phoenix Tees. And also, if you go to orangephoenixmedia.com, you can click on apparel too, and it takes you to the same location to go do your uh go do your shopping, get your shopping on and all that good stuff. Thanos Ree, you got anything else for the listeners out there? No, I'm good, brother. I'm good. Go Cowboys. Ah uh, man, fuck them. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. All right, that's our show for today. So uh we will see you guys. That's <laughs> a hater. Hater. Why, why am I a hater? Why am I a hater, man? Your day coming, man. Your day coming. <laughs> man, all right. So we see you guys tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. We're definitely going to be talking about Chucky, the new series that will drop tonight at 10 p.m. We'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Till next time. Peace. Peace.